Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal. Back with you, it's Hour 2 at Tail Varsity Radio. We're on the road here at the Graduate in Minneapolis, just a option pitch away from the stadium, Nebraska, Minnesota, the stadium, Memorial Stadium, jam-packed for tonight, Volleyball Day in Nebraska, Volleyball Day in America, working on a world record crowd for a women's sporting event. Uh, Pretty awesome. Uh, Next couple of days, if you're a Nebraska football fan, a Nebraska volleyball fan, or you just love sports. Big Ten season's about to get underway early for the Gophers and Huskers. We welcome in uh, Hall of Fame coach, uh, Minnesota and Kansas. Uh, did great work at uh, Kent State and also uh, at Ohio State as an assistant for many years. Always love talking ball with Glenn Mason as he joins us to get things kicked off here at Hale Varsity. Coach, thanks for a few minutes. How's your summer been? It's been great, and I, I had to chuckle that only a Nebraska Husker could say just a pitch away from the stadium. <laughs> well, we, we still miss the option, uh, the short side option on third and three, Coach. I mean, you knew it was coming, right? Well, so much of what Tom Osborne did with that offense, and that's what made them so great, everybody knew it was coming, and you still <laughs> couldn't stop it, you know? That's I, the thing that used to drive me crazy. I'd stand on the sideline and I'd say, here comes the counter throwback to the tight end. Everybody knew it was coming, and it still worked every time. Well, that's, uh, that's what makes you smile as a coach. If, if you're running it and they can't stop it, it makes you go gray and pull your hair out if you, you know it's coming and you can't do a thing about it. Right, Coach? Well, it makes you – yeah, you're right. You're Tom Osborne, he's smiling, and if you're playing against him, you're crying. But that's, that's the way it is. <laughs> I, I want to get into Glenn Mason is with us here and coach you, you've been a part of this city for a lot of years and it's we love coming up here to, to cover Nebraska Minnesota it's a lot warmer and beautiful right now compared to the uh, the John Facenda weather that we're, we're typically talking to you uh, in, in November uh, with Nebraska Minnesota but tell me what Coach Fleck has done to make the Gophers so solid. And your thoughts in tight ball games, that's hurt Nebraska. There's a lot of positive feelings, though, that it'll change under Matt Rule. He's pretty adamant, Coach, about becoming a fourth-quarter team, and, and that might be another opportunity tomorrow night in, in a tight ball game. I think P.J. You know, has done a good job, and, and uh, you know, you got to credit Minnesota. They've you know, you, you see that uh, they finally got out of the dome and they got into 
the Huntington Bank Stadium there, which is, uh, you know, it's it's a thousand times better than when you try to recruit, uh, you know, to the Dome, to that place, and what they've done for the facilities. PJ's done a good job, but I can tell you, um, uh, from a distance, I'm I'm a big fan of Matt Rules, and you know, uh, Matt Rule was a player at Penn State my first year uh, when I was at uh, Minnesota. And uh, then I had the opportunity to cover one of his first games when I was working for the Big Ten Network uh, when he was at Temple playing against Penn State. And you sit there and you watch. And, you know, i got to be honest with you, doing the TV, there's a lot of bad coaching out there. And the, when guy's doing a good job uh, of coaching – it really sticks out. And that stuck out with Matt Rule. I was not surprised at all the success that he had at Temple. And then what he did at Baylor is nothing short uh, than a miracle. I can tell you that program was in total disarray with all kinds of problems. And he didn't do it uh, anyway except uh, getting guys to play hard and coaching them up. And, you know, maybe he didn't have uh, all the best players, you know, to begin with, but they sure played like they were the best players. Glenn Mason with us here, Hale Varsity Radio. And Coach, as you look at Matt Rule in Nebraska, a lot of people in the national media and even in Nebraska media think that this is going to be a slow build to bring Nebraska back to where a lot of people around here think it should be. But then as things tend to go, you get closer and closer to the first game. A lot of Husker fans now thinking, you know what? Maybe he can make some noise in year one. And I want to get your take. With, with all the bad coaching you say you've seen in college football and you think Matt Rule's a good one, how much do you think a, a good coach can get done in one offseason to turn things around whenever a program really isn't in the depths of the likes of Baylor following their scandal or, or Temple with all the, the limitations around there? What can be done in one offseason? Well, well I, I don't think Matt Rule's a good one. I think he's a, a great one. I would, I would warn Husker fans, and this is you know, one of my philosophical things, you, know, you don't put quality into a program overnight, nor do you take it out overnight. And what uh, Bob Devaney and Tom Osborne had built at Nebraska was unbelievable. And then for a variety of reasons, and I've got my opinions on that, the, you know, the quality of the program started you know, going the wrong way, slowly but surely. Uh, you, know, ever, you, know, you think, I'm sure a lot of people said, why the heck did we ever fire Frank Solich? I mean, that guy was uh, unbelievable. And then, you know, Bo Pelini had his problems, but he was winning nine uh, games uh, a year. Uh, but it's gone the, the wrong way. And, and there's no doubt in my mind uh, that Matt Rule will make the Cornhuskers better. Will he get them back to where uh, Devaney and Osborne had? I'm not sure. I mean, that's, a, you know, that's to an elite level. But one of the things that, uh, you know, I, was, I, I really thought Scott Frost would do a better job on, uh, and I remember I'm, my history with the Cornhuskers is the old black shirt defense. And I, I tell you, what they were talking about for years is being black. I was wearing black shirts, and I think Trev Alberts would be the first guy, you know, to uh, attest to that. Uh, but I really think that he'll make them better defensively, and uh, I think that becomes the cornerstone uh, of any program. And uh, you know, football's changed, you know, quite a bit, uh, you know, since those days. But uh, Matt Rule, through fundamentals and hard work and confidence of those kids, he'll make them better. Glenn Mason's with us, uh, Hall of Fame football coach, time at Minnesota, uh, took the Gophers bowling every year, uh, some monster wins. He knows the Twin Cities so well and really elevated the, the, the Gopher football program to new heights. Uh, also, his time at Kansas, 
had the Jayhawks in the top 10. And, Coach, you touched on Coach Rule, and you think he's a great coach, and Nebraska's excited to see what he can do. What are some characteristics you see in Matt Rule that you think make him in that rarefied air? Why, why do you think he is great? I mean, let's, let's – I, I know what you do at Temple and Baylor – Yes, the, the win totals, the flips, the turnarounds, that's that's incredible. But just specifically, as, as you look at Coach Rule as a teacher, as a motivator, as a fundamental uh, guy, what, what is, is great about him, in your opinion, from coach to coach? What do you see in his ability that can, can really elevate Nebraska? Well, I, I, can, I can answer that by uh, making a generalization. Matt Rule loves the coach. And nowadays, I think, you know, there's only two types of coaches out there. There's guys that love the coach, and there's other guys that love being the coach, you know, because of the salaries, the perks, and everything that goes into it. Uh, when I say a throwback, old school, guys got into coaching, and I think Tom Osborne would be the first to tell you that. You never thought you'd ever get rich, and you worked your tail off in long hours, and your family uh, struggled. Uh, but you did it because you had a passion, you know, for coaching. And guys didn't get in coaching or stay in coaching unless they had that passion. Well, nowadays, because it's so lucrative, there's a lot of guys flying around out there. Uh, they can't coach their way out of a paper bag, uh, but they're at a school <laughs> that's a half, and uh, they have all the built-in uh, pluses. And those guys just love being the coach. But Matt Rule, I, I think he'd be – I don't know what he's making. I'm sure he's making a lot of money at Nebraska, but he's one of those guys that they, if you said, hey, listen, we're out of money, we can't pay you, the guy would still show up and coach. It's Glenn Mason with us here, Hale Varsity Radio. And, Glenn, let's quickly flip it around and talk about the guy that's going to be on the other sideline tomorrow night and P.J. Fleck because there's a lot of opinions out there. I, from the outside looking in, think of, of P.J. Fleck as a guy that loves to coach rather than a guy who loves being the coach. So, so take me through what you think of P.J. Fleck. There's been some off-season drama around P.J. Uh, with some of that news that broke just before Big Ten Media. I want to get your thoughts on what he's done with the Minnesota football program. Well, any of that stuff that breaks in the media, you know, you got to take, a, you know, you know, with, with a grain of salt. But, uh, you know, I judge uh, the, the P.J., uh, his approach is different, a lot different than, you know, mine would have been. Uh, and he's the first one to tell you he's not for everybody. Uh, but the uh, – when people fit into that and they buy into that and, and all that is stuff, he's high energy, uh, it works. When, when, you, when you peel all this stuff away, uh, he's, he's a darn good, you know, football coach. Uh, he, he gets them playing hard. They're playing, you know, good defense. They're good in the special teams. And, you know, let's face it, Minnesota is not one of those programs that's a half program. Now, Minnesota people don't like to hear that, uh, but there's a reason why each and every year when you look at uh, – the people that recruit the best players in the country, the Iowa States, the Michigans, the Alabamas, the, you know, Texas, the Southern Cows, Cows in the old days, you know, Nebraska, uh, there is a reason there. You never see uh, schools like Minnesota or Indiana uh, listed in, in that same life for whatever reason. I, I, I can't tell you that. Uh, but he's done a, a good job here. He gets them playing hard. He gets playing an exciting brand of football. Uh, and he utilizes good players. Now, you know, you had a quarterback, Tanner Morgan, that was around here for a long time. Well, he's gone, and Mo Ibrahim was a running back that was just about as tough as anybody can be. Those are going to be tough players to replace, I promise you. 
Coach, what do you think of, of tomorrow night? Uh, tight ball game. Vegas says it's going to be a you know 21-17 type ball game potentially. And uh, do you have a, a lean or a, a gut on, on how things uh, shake out under the lights tomorrow night? Well, I never, when I was a, a coach, I never liked uh, playing a, a coach and a team in their first game. Uh, you know, normally they're – uh, man, if, if they're going to be ready to play, if they're going to be excited to play, it's that first game under a new coach. So obviously you're going to, you know, get their their best shot. You normally get the best shot in opening game anyway. But you know, I'm not I'm not a better. I, I don't I don't bet games and stuff. But I've always, you know, looked at the betting lines for you know for whatever reason. And I I see that uh, Vegas has them uh, they go for seven and a half point favorites. I think that's a lot of points. If I was a better, I'd take the Huskers. I want to ask you, Coach, about the Minnesota job. And you won nine, ten ball games, minimum eight ball games. You did that a lot of years. Uh, and uh, Jerry Kill did well. And then Fleck has done well. But is it difficult to, to coach at Minnesota? And I ask that because of, of all the, the pro sports in town. Is there a bit of a, a shadow over some really good things that's going on at, at, at the University of Minnesota football-wise. Is it a difficult space to be in, in a pro town? Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's really tough to be a major college football program, football coach in the same city where there's pro sports, NFL teams, uh, you know, especially. You, know, you look around the country and you try to find some place where they have an NFL team and – uh, also a great football program. It, it, it really, you know, it just doesn't happen. And uh, there's a lot of attention that goes to, you know, to the NFL team um, from from the media standpoint. And you, know, you pick up uh, the Star Tribune any day, and you get a year round, you're going to find something about uh, the Vikings on page one or two. And a lot of times you're going to go through all the sports that you're not going to find anything about the golfers. And I think that has an effect on your fans, and I know it has an effect on your recruits. Glenn Mason with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Glenn, one of the things P.J. Fleck talked about in his, his press conference last week was that whenever he took the job, people told him, you aren't going to be able to sell out your stadium. Minnesota Golden Gophers fans don't show up for the program like that. And yet here we are in uh, Thursday night. It's going to be a sellout tomorrow night with the gold out. What does that mean to you? I mean, a lot of Husker fans want to sit back and say, well, Husker fans are, are traveling well, and that's what's selling out the stadium. But I don't believe that's yeah. 100% the reason. What does that say to you that – that the Minnesota fans are showing up in force tomorrow night. Well, they're showing up in force, but so are the big red fans. And I don't, I don't mean to throw water on PJ's statement or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I remember the days at uh, Kansas, even we had good teams and we'd have trouble selling out uh, except when the big red came to town, you know, and I don't th- know of a college team that travels any better than Nebraska does. And it's amazing the commitment there. And you could understand it when they were playing for national championships and, Winning 11 games every year, but they've been on hard times, and they're still out, still selling out Memorial Stadium, and following the Big Red as faithful as anybody in the country. Coach, last thought about a minute or so, and it's awesome to catch up with you. We thank you for your time. Did that tick you off that the Big Red Army invaded? <laughs> well, no, I, I didn't. I always, I always thought if there's if the Big Red had a chance to buy tickets, that wasn't their fault. They were taking care of an opportunity. It was our fault and our fans' fault and, and our commitment, maybe of our lack of a success. I never faulted uh, anything, the success of another team or a program. 
uh, I didn't want to be um, uh, I didn't want to be envious. I wanted to be just like them. I figured I wanted to strive and be like them. And at uh, uh, Kansas, uh, even though we had some good teams, I'd like to be the day that the Cornhuskers were complaining that they couldn't get tickets. <laughs> Coach, enjoy uh, the ball game tomorrow night. We appreciate your insight as always, and we'll do this again. You take care, okay? Great. Thank you. All right, good stuff with Glenn Mason, former Gopher head coach. A lot of great years here in Minneapolis and uh, a great perspective on Nebraska with all those games. He was uh, in Big 8 country with uh, KU. So knows his ball, obviously, and did some great work. Uh, good perspective on, on Rule and, and, of course, Black. Evan Bland, volleyball, volleyball day in Nebraska continues. We'll check in with Evan next.